Tech is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the intersections of technology and ministry. It is part of the podcast network sponsored by Wells, the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Our show today is hosted by Martin Spriggs and Sally Draper. Welcome back to Wells Tech, everybody. This is episode 708. That's 708, recorded on September 14th, 2023. My name is Martin Spriggs. This is a show about technology and ministry and where those two intersect. And joining me at that intersection, as usual, Sally Draper. Hey, Sally, how are you? Good morning, Martin. Happy to be joining you. Happy to be back to a regular Wells Tech podcast. So summertime is usually a bit lighter for Wells Tech. And uh, this past summer, we did a book review, uh, Tech Like a Pirate, and it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. But now we're um, we're starting fall just a few days early. I don't think the actual start is till a week or so away. But um, our fall schedule, our regular school year type schedule, is to include a few more segments on Wells Tech. So welcome back uh, to more goodness from Wells Tech, I guess. And I'm also excited you're getting a little bit back into the regular swing of things from a scheduling perspective too. So we're going to kind of return, hopefully, uh, prayerfully back to our every other week cadence. So if some of you are wondering, you know, what's the deal here? It's not showing up in my feed as regularly as you used to for all 700 and whatever previous episodes. Uh, We're going to try and get back to that little sweet spot. And uh, we're looking forward to that too. That helps her schedule out and certainly a lot to talk about as well. So. Yeah, there's always tech and ministry happening and uh, we're excited to be a part of that, kind of excited to have that perspective of I don't know, 15 or 16 years of talking about tech and ministry. So good stuff. Exactly. Uh, we're going to, uh, I think, begin this new season with with a bang here. We've got the Truth in Love Ministries guys with us, at least the, the one of the head honchos, Pastor Mark Parsons, uh, is joining us. And his partner in crime on the media production side, Brian Urbanik, is joining us as well. Welcome, you guys. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having us. Uh, our pleasure. Uh, you reached out to us, said you got some good things going, and uh, that we it doesn't take more it doesn't take more arm bending than that, you know, <laughs> to get on this show. Um, and uh, maybe just to start out, maybe introduce yourselves a little bit, and then we'll jump into what Truth and Love Ministries is, and then a special project that you guys have on the on the front burner, so to speak. Mark, maybe you want to uh, give us a quick uh, Reader's Digest version of who Mark is. Yeah, so uh, Mark Parsons, I am a Wells pastor, have served in Florida, Georgia, Wisconsin prior to joining the Truth and Love Ministry team back in 2020. I have really taken on the role of carrying out our mission of empowering Christians to witness and proclaiming Christ to Mormons and really have jumped right into that over the last three years, learning how to contextualize the gospel for a Mormon audience that does not want to be reached with the true gospel. They believe they have the restored gospel. And why would I want to hear from you Christians? And so uh, we have really two different sides of the ministry that I'm involved with on the Christian side. We have a website called TILM.org where we have just dozens of 
uh, podcasts, blog posts, um, video trainings that empower Christians to witness. And then on the Mormon side, we have a website called Be Ye Perfect that is really focused on proclaiming Christ to Mormons in a way that is not anti-Mormon. Um, we never even use the word Mormon. We never use the word Joseph Smith. We're trying to create what are called shelf issues. Uh, Mormons place their doubts on a shelf. And so we try to create shelf issues there and through lots of devotional content, uh, share Jesus with them. Excellent. Thank you for the intro. Um, Brian, what's your deal? Who's Brian? Yeah, uh, I'm Brian Urbanik. I'm with a video production company called Goldwing Productions. And we have uh, the wonderful opportunity to partner with Christian organizations, mostly Wells organizations, Wells churches, schools, and parasonauticals to uh, produce video content for them to use. Um, a lot of times it is video content for promotional purposes, fundraising purposes, or educational purposes. And sometimes we have the unique privilege to be able to proclaim the gospel directly from our video content. Um, and one of the great organizations that we work with is Truth and Love. And that is one of those projects where we get to proclaim the gospel directly through our video work. And so that is a really, really awesome thing to do. And very Excellent. happy to be doing this work. And you've been working directly with Wells, uh, the Synod at the Synod level. What are some of the projects you've been doing for them? Yeah, we uh, have produced a whole range of content for different areas of ministry for the Synod. Uh, for home missions, uh, personal testimonial stories of individuals who have been connected or uh, who have been connected to Jesus through a home mission church. Um, we've worked on a really neat project of world missions called TAL. It's kind of a, a lot of people have heard of Academia Cristo. It's an English version of that for the English speaking mm -hmm. world. And so we've produced a, a wide variety of content for them. Um, do some work on the Wells Connection and a uh, number, number of other things as well. So. Yeah, chances are if it's in if it's in video someplace uh, and Wells is producing it, uh, Brian might have been involved in his and his folks there. So, thanks for all you do for the Senate. Appreciate that. Let's go back to Truth and Absolutely. Love yeah, Ministry. Yeah, let's go back to Truth and Love Ministries. Um, how did that get started, Mark? What's a little bit of the history? Uh, bring our listeners and viewers up to speed on uh, its uh, its history. Yeah, so it was really started by another Mark, Mark Cares, who was a pastor or still is a pastor here in Nampa, Idaho, where Truth and Love Ministry is located. And when he got here, he realized that to really contextualize the gospel for the community that he found himself in, he needed to have a better understanding of Mormonism and specifically how to speak the truth in love to Mormons. And he started reaching out to different folks to say, hey, who, who's the expert on this? Somebody has to have written a book on Mormon outreach. And at that time, no one had. And a number of people kept saying, well, you should write a book on this. And so that's really how Truth and Love Ministry started was Mark took a sabbatical to write the book Truth, uh, Speaking the Truth and Love to Mormons. And over the next few years, he kind of went on the speaking and teaching circuit with that book. And from there, a ministry developed that now has numerous full-time and part-time employees here in Idaho, as well as 
um, in other states that are part of an international organization. Mark Harris likes to say that we're an intergalactic organization. I don't know um, which other planets we are witnessing to Mormons on, but he, he claims that. So yeah, and now um, John Leach is the president of the organization, heads up our team as we do some really good work all over the world. Awesome. You mentioned you are specific. You're getting honed in on one area of that. Sounds like a discipleship kind of thing, training people to to do this work. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So one of my roles and responsibilities that I absolutely love is being able to take everything that we have learned about Mormonism and how to share the gospel with Mormons and apply that to individuals that have a Mormon friend or family member, or those that have a desire to reach out to the tens of thousands of LDS missionaries that go out every year. So rather than kind of hiding behind your door or your curtain, when they knock on the door to actually welcome them in and be able to share some very specific law and gospel messages with them. One of the really cool things that if I could just add um, that I think is is really neat about this organization um, is that even if there are folks who don't necessarily, you know, know any Mormons or have any Mormons in their area, um, learning how to reach out to Mormons is just a really great way to learn how to reach out to anyone about Jesus. And so I think that the principles that truth and love um, are are providing as a resource um, to to Christians to be able to reach out to people can be applied in, in all different ways and it's a really really neat thing including in um, um, this this new project that we're working on Jesus is enough why don't we go there uh, new docu series uh, Jesus called Jesus is enough um, going to be launching here um, in uh, uh, a few months. Tell us a little bit about the genesis behind this series and uh, give us a little more detail about it. Yeah. So in the time that I've spent with Truth and Love Ministry, as I continue to learn about Mormonism and really see the directions that Mormonism is headed in today, one of the things that we identified was there are many organizations like Truth and Love Ministry that are trying to reach folks that are deeply ingrained in the Mormon church. I would consider them the hardest to reach people. They don't want to have spiritual conversations with Christians. They don't want to hear the true gospel. But there aren't many that are trying to actively reach those that already have what we call a shelf issue or have their shelf broken, where they've placed their doubts on their shelf and it got so full that it cracked. And now they have one foot in the door of Mormonism and one foot out the back door. And many studies have shown in the last 25 years that when people leave Mormonism, the average person does not leave Mormonism for biblical Christianity. They leave Mormonism for atheism or agnosticism. 70 to 80% leave for a non-Christian religion. And we have just said, what can we do to reach those people before they leave the Mormon church? Um, even as I, I communicate to my Christian witnessing friends, I emphasize to them that we're not just about getting people to leave the Mormon church. We actually want them to leave the Mormon church for a relationship with the true Jesus of the Bible. And so as we started to really think about how could we reach this target audience, one of the things that was very apparent right away is that ex-Mormons 
love to hear ex-Mormon stories, um, stories of their own people that have left Mormonism and are okay in one way or another. But for the most part, what was available on the out in the market was ex-Mormon stories from atheists. One very popular resource is something called Mormon Stories Podcast, which is as soon as a, a new episode, and these are these are five hour long, long form video style content blog or um, audio podcasts. And people listen to these hundreds of thousands of views every week as soon as they launch. Mm. And so we realized there's a there's a market for these stories. But what if we could tell ex-Mormon Christian stories? And rather than doing it in a five-hour long-form video platform, do it in a much more narrative podcast or a narrative docu-series style. And so that's when we really started to develop this idea of finding some really amazing ex-Mormon Christian stories and spending a few days with each individual hearing their story, but also filming B-roll. Um, so some very engaging extra film footage that would be a part of that. And so as so we started to explore this idea, it just grew from there. We were going to just do one 90-minute docu-series episode, and we started to realize, you know, people really need to go on a deeper dive journey with these ex-Mormon stories. And so to date, we plan to produce in, at least for a season one, nine episodes. Excellent. Brian, from your perspective as a, as a video producer, what goes into something like this? Is there script writing that goes on or you just point at a camera and, and whatever comes out, comes out, and then you kind of weave it together? What's the process? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And we're done. No. <laughs> um, yeah, there's we certainly, a, yeah. <laughs> certainly a lot of planning involved. And I, I would say that one of the biggest parts of that, um, from my perspective as the filmmaker, is just learning these people's stories learning them so intimately that we can, in the short amount of time that we're spending with them, you know, a couple of days, that we can get as much footage as possible to use. Um, a lot of that, like Mark was saying, B-roll. Um, and so certainly, you know, B-roll is um, not just anything. Um, it's specific vid visuals that correspond to uh, telling the story in a visual way. Um, and so very specific footage. And so the best way to, to be able to shoot that is, is to know the story very intimately. So, so working with Mark to, to learn about who these individual individuals are, what's their stories, um, talking with Mark about what are some common themes that we're, that we're looking to, 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 um, you know, communicate through uh, these stories and then basically working to um, communicate those in a visual way through the docu-series. Interesting. So this has not been released yet. What, uh, so let me ask you a kind of a, a more narrow question. How has this affected either one of you, you know, listening to these stories, talking to these people, kind of living their story? Uh, what, what's, what's been the impact on you and, you, and your hearts and souls? Yeah. It, it, it's, go ahead, Brian. You start. Well, so I've, I've been involved with, you know, all of this stuff in the, in the ministry a lot um, less time than Mark has. And so, you know, that's why. Um, I, I feel like it has really had a great impact on me very quickly. Um, first of all, uh, you know, having to learn um, the Mormon language uh, in, a, in a short amount of time and the vocabulary and the terms and also their beliefs, a bit of their theology um, from a layperson's perspective in order to be able to communicate these things and then um, 
communicate the truth of the Bible in ways that these folks who are one foot in, one foot out will understand. And so um, how has that had an impact on me? Uh, I guess, like I was saying before, um, with, uh, you know, whenever Christians learn how to reach out to Mormons, um, I think that it can, you know, teach you how to reach out to anyone. But um, in addition to that, I guess it's helped me be able to communicate my faith um, because I've been learning about ways that, um, how, how do I say this? So the thing that that really just surprised me was we have a lot of same vocabulary and term terms as Christians that folks in the Mormon church have, but they mean something totally different. The Mormons would say that salvation and the atonement and these words, they have different meaning and grace have different meanings than what we would say as Christians. And so just learning all these things has helped me learn how to communicate my faith better, which certainly has great impact for reaching out to others and telling others about Jesus. Yeah. Mark, I think one of, one of the, biggest takeaways for me is something that we teach in our ministry, but we don't always get to see it. And that's the idea of being a link in a chain. Um, in one of our witnessing presentations, I talk about this idea that when we as Christians share our faith and witness to Christ and proclaim messages of law and gospel, we don't always get to see the direct fruits of that work. And one of my ex-Mormon Christian friends just emphasizes that every single Christian that witnessed to them throughout their life was a single link in a chain that God used them to be or used to pull them out of the lies of Mormonism. And so he said, just encourage your Christian witnesses that they may not know if they're the first link in the chain, the last link in the chain, or a middle link in the chain, but they all are a link in the chain. And every episode, Brian, I don't think there's a single one where we do not see that come out, where throughout someone's life, they said, oh, when I was seven years old, this Christian girl at my school just shared a simple Jesus is enough message. And then later on, I heard a Christian pastor talking on the radio, or I heard someone talking on the street, or my Christian neighbor had me over for lunch and shared a message with me. And each one of those was used as an individual link in the chain that God pulled them out of Mormonism. And so just greatly encouraging because um, in our ministry, we do a lot of seed planting and we don't always get to see the growth, but this is just so encouraging to say, no, every single link in the chain matters. Excellent. Can you tell us a bit about the rollout plans, when when this will be available, where it'll be available, and what kind of um, media splash are you going to make with it? How are you going to get people to watch? Yeah. So right now, we are in the stage of writing scripts and putting the full-length episodes together, as well as creating a lot of supplementary content. Uh, we want to, with each of the episodes, to be able to take a deeper dive into some of the biblical stories that are mentioned. So if someone mentions John 4 and Jesus at the woman at the well as being an impactful story, we're going to have a Bible class um, based on John chapter 4 for them to take a deeper dive in. We're going to have some content that is really more supporting in nature. Someone saying, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to leave the Mormon church, but how do I tell my family? How do I tell my friends? How do I um, move on from my past? So some of that content is in the works right now. The plan is to launch a brand new arm of the ministry. So rather than it just being a docuseries episode that lives on YouTube as it's as just a 
a series. We want to have a whole ministry around it. So the episodes will start airing on YouTube in January of 2024. The website will go live on January 15th. And the plan is to start with a few episodes live and then over the next few months, roll out more of the episodes to continue to build momentum. We're going to be doing some pre-launch and launch events in person in Mormon prevalent areas out here in Idaho, Utah, maybe even California and Arizona. We will be doing kind of a Facebook, Instagram, TikTok blitz of kind of a, a takeover of social media on a couple of days in January to really just kind of draw attention to this. But we can also just use folks like you that are, are listening. Um, when this uh, website goes live, um, come and find the social media platforms, like, comment, um, help get the word out. We are hopeful that we are also going to be able to tap into the algorithms of YouTube. Um, right now, every day that I go on YouTube, it feeds me Mormon content because I have a Mormon interest. So we even have a, a couple of friends at other Mormon outreaches that are already helping us try to trick the algorithm, um, doing certain things like live premieres with these episodes rather than dumping them all at once. No, we're going to premiere them live every few weeks just to build up more viewership that way. So lots of different things in the works, uh, but lots of prayers are needed. If you'd like to learn more about those um, pre-launch opportunities, ways to get involved, ways to pray for us, ways to support us financially, you can visit right now our website, tilm.org backslash J-I-E. Again, tilm.org backslash J-I-E to learn more about Jesus is Enough and how you can get involved. Wonderful. I've been following both Mark's ministries uh, at uh, TLM uh, for a long time. Very interested in that work and so, so needed. I grew up in California. I lived probably a block from an LDS uh, church and a lot of my high school friends went to public high school. A lot of my high school friends were Mormon. I uh, wish I had had these kinds of materials and encouragements and, and just uh, kind of the, um, uh, the hope that uh, there was a conversation to be had. Uh, and I think that's probably the first step for a lot of people as they uh, either have uh, friends, coworkers, whatever, that uh, that uh, the gospel is so, so necessary in the lives of these people. So thank you guys yeah, for what you're doing. Yeah, we're, we're hopeful that this series will not just impact our primary Mormon audience, but it will also be very beneficial to Christians. As Brian was saying, we're, we're hopeful that this won't just encourage Christians to witness to their Mormon friends, but also show them and model for them um, different ways in which they can witness to any non-Christian. Excellent. Mark, Brian, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Uh, great to, to know that there's some some good stuff ahead and uh, very focused work in a, in a very important area. So blessings on that work. You certainly have our prayers and uh, maybe we'll uh, swing back around and, and talk to you guys again once this is launched and get some reactions from from people on the street and how this is actually making uh, making headway within uh, within our gospel sharing community. Thanks again. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Sal, it's good to talk with uh, with those guys. They've got uh, some big plans, and I can't wait to see what they've come up with. Yeah, I expect it'll be very high quality. I'm I'm excited about it. I actually uh, brought up that page that that he mentioned, the 
tilm.org slash J-I-E for Jesus is Enough. Do a quick screen share for those who are watching. And um, already just um, lots of great content here right along the lines of what he was describing to us. Um, you can see images of some of the people that are going to be part of the video series and um, kind of a little bit about their background and things. They've got their timeline out here and um, just different ways you can help. So check it out. Um, and yeah, we'll be anxious to hear how the launch goes. Nice. Again, thanks to, to Mark and Brian for their time sharing that stuff. All right, let's move along in our little show here. And we've reached the time where we talk about a ministry resource. That's just something that we found that uh, you guys can can take, grab, do something with, or do something about. And uh, one thing that we like to throw in this category as well as maybe even community news, uh, probably fits there as well, is a, a convention. Christian Life Resources has a national convention coming up. I believe it's in October. Uh, there is still time to attend, but it's also available online. Um, so Christian Life Resources is another one of those ministries with a very uh, focused approach to to what they do. And um, such a, a needed thing these days. We, you know, obviously, everybody knows about the news on uh, uh, right to life or uh, abortion rights or, or et cetera. Uh, that's going on across our country. And um, there is so much great information that they put out and uh, ways to get involved. So that's from 9.30 to 3 on October 14th at Kettle Moraine Lutheran. If you're in the area, uh, again, there's a live streaming uh, component of this. If you are a student, it's only 10 bucks. Uh, live streaming is 40 bucks and 50 bucks a person just to attend the conference. That sounds like uh, super value uh, if you are able to to get over there on October 14th. So that's uh, basically a month from now. So we'll put a mm -hmm. link in the show notes, but I uh, want to throw some love toward our Christian Life Resources friends. They, um, they are doing some awesome ministry there. Yeah, it looks like this convention will be their, a celebration of their 40 years of ministry. I can't yeah. believe it's been around that long. That's really no awesome. Kidding. Yep, yep. So great work. All right. Let's move on to our picks of the week. Sally, what do you got? Yeah. Um, this one comes straight from my Bible class on Sunday at St. Paul's in North Mankato. Very timely. With yes. Pastor Marcus Nelson. Thank you, Pastor Nelson, for giving me this idea. Um, we are starting a new study on the book of Exodus, actually the first half of the book of Exodus, the actual Exodus from Egypt, starting with Moses's birth and going on from there. And to help us get in the groove, we, we discussed a little bit of the background, the place in history that this is, who might the Pharaoh have been, you know, and different theories along those lines. And then Pastor Nelson shared a video, and um, I'll do a quick screen share. It's from a group called Bible Project. I got out my pencil to write it down because I thought it was really well done. I will give you the... Um, Disclaimers, I've only seen this one video of theirs so far, um, but it's kind of that sketchbook kind of thing mm -hmm. where um, the author or the videographer is talking through as someone is sketching images, really significant images um, from the book of Exodus. And um, I actually found they have um, these type of sketch um videos for every book of the Bible. It's really impressive. Um, the group is called Bible Project, all one word. And Bible Project 
Let's see. I'm just going to pause that video just so it's not running in the background. Um, like I said, they've done a lot of things um, on their website. I don't know how many videos, uh, 355 videos they have out there and 3.8 million subscribers. So not insignificant. They've also got translations into other languages and things. Um, a lot of the more recent things are kind of cartoony looking um, and different topics, different books, different themes that they cover, etc. But if you keep scrolling, if you go towards the bottom of their playlist, they have a playlist of Old Testament and New Testament books of the Bible, where they have these sketch images um, for each book. And in some cases, like the book of Exodus, they have it in two parts. Book of Genesis is also in two parts. And so um, obviously, preview it, have a discerning heart as you're looking at this. But to me, a really great way, maybe in a catechism ca class or a Bible class, to introduce people to a new book of the Bible that you're going to be studying. Again, available for Old Testament and New Testament books. So check it out. I wrote it up and sent it to my pastor's son <laughs> to add to his uh, tool belt as well. I know you're just uh, just starting with this, but do you have a sense for age appropriateness? Would this be something you could do with family or, you know, how, how low could you go? Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's pretty detailed as far as um, what they cover in um, the Exodus one that I watched, but I think certainly elementary on up, maybe not for preschoolers, but mm -hmm. um it's really well done and very explanatory. So, I mean, you could discuss it afterwards, but it answers a lot of questions and it's really straight Bible content. So cool. very interesting. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very good. Nice, nice pickup there. Yeah. All right. My pick of the week is productivity focused. It's a blog post by Cal Newport. It's got some age on it. It was published in 2015 I ran across it in some of my other studies. Um, so a couple podcasts I listened to re actually referenced this concept. And he, in his blog post, talks about those times where you're trying to uh, just kind of do a lot of smaller administrative tasks, whether it's answering email or uh, keeping your calendar up to date or putting together to-do lists, those kinds of things. And if you've been in that kind of zone, you know that one thing kind of leads to another. And if you've got a system for tracking all that, you can kind of go down rabbit holes. And by the time you're <laughs> done, you've still got a lot of stuff uh, that you really haven't um, dealt with. So you haven't used your time uh, as effectively as you'd hoped to kind of do that, that surface level stuff. And what Cal Newport talks about is a concept where he just kind of keeps a text file, a blank text file open. He calls it uh, working memory text is the name of the text file. But you could use any kind of text editor for this. And the concept is, as these things come into your mind, or they suggest other things, or you want to just jot something down And this, and you could probably use a paper notebook too, but it's uh, it's easier if you're kind of cutting and pasting and, and just working with uh, with this in a, in a digital way. Just kind of use this as a running uh, how to get stuff out of your head kind of tool. Uh, whether it's, you know, I need to talk to this person or schedule this or do that, just getting it down. And it can be throughout the day too. You have this file open and it just becomes your little scratch pad. 
Uh, it becomes used more useful, obviously, when you empty that out at the end of the day or the end of the week. So you've kind of collected all this stuff and you put it into your system, your to-do list, your calendar, you know, your, your email, whatever. Uh, just a good way to kind of keep that blank uh, canvas there that you can just throw whatever you want in there. Could be links to websites. It could be phone conversation notes. It could be, you know, whatever. Uh, just a very simple concept. Read the blog post because he kind of walks you through the, how he uses it. Uh, he's the author. We've read a couple of his books, Sally. Uh, Deep Work, uh, how to the the world without life email. without world without email, mm -hmm. and uh, I like the way he thinks about productivity. And this is just an example of how he's kind of put uh, a very simple thing like a text file, or you know you can use a OneNote or you know whatever uh, a Word doc, whatever you'd want uh, to capture the, some of this stuff, and then just kind of the workflows around both capturing it and then processing it later when you're kind of in processing mode versus kind of getting out of the, you know, the flow of, of what you're in. So uh, I thought it was a great uh, blog post, even though it's got some age, still very relevant. Uh, so it's called uh, the most uh, working memory dot text, uh, the most important productivity tool you've never heard of from Cal Newport. So awesome. that's my pick of the week. If you're on a PC, you could use Notepad++, which is a free you download. And you don't even have to press save because it auto-saves your Notepad files. Yep, it's even better. On your iPhone, you could use your Notes app, and it would go over to your Mac, I believe. But yep. the cool thing about the Notes app is you can use your microphone to dictate to your list. That so too. that helps too. So yep. awesome. make it easy so that you can make use of it. Google Keep on an Android phone if you're an Android yeah, user. there you so, go. All right. Let's move on to community news and feedback. Definitely. Um, first up, we wanted to mention um, an email that came out recently from 316 Now, a group um, dedicated to doing outreach in East Asia. Um, 316 Now partners with other groups um, associated with Wells and Ministries. And one of these groups is looking to gather um children online for English lessons. And the way they teach these English lessons is through Bible stories. And so if you have an hour to spare each week, and this would be early morning on Thursdays or Fridays, you may be a great person to get involved with this ministry. Um, they need volunteers who are willing to work for one hour um, at 7.30 a.m. Central Time, um, which would be evening in East Asia. And um, They'll give you training. Obviously, you'll need a computer and experience with Zoom or something similar um, as they use that kind of tool for their online meeting. If you have teaching experience, you're especially desirable to volunteer. So um, if you are interested, um, we'll include an email address for past, for David Shang, um, who was recently featured in Forward in Christ magazine, and he would be the person to get in touch with who's coordinating this effort. So um, we'll include a link in the show notes with um, information about getting his contact, and you can reach out and do some great volunteer work and share the good news at the same time. Very nice. Yeah. What else we got? 
One more that we wanted to make mention of, and this is from the Wells Tech Google Group. Those of you listening who haven't heard of our Wells Tech Google Group, it's a great place to ask your questions, tap into a whole bunch of people who have technology and ministry interest and experience and uh, get some ideas and things. Um, just this week, there was a question from Sarah Krause, who works in our Lutheran schools office at the Synod, uh, Center for Mission and Ministry. And she came across a question in a school administrator's email group and shared it here. It's from Ethan Doble at Christ Lutheran School in Eagle River. And he's looking into information about GoGuardian. They've used it, um, but the price has really inflated significantly since they last used it. And their education committee would like to wait to purchase it and implement it next year for budgeting purposes. So they're trying to find just some temporary options to fit their needs in the meantime. Um, so anybody that knows of anything similar, um, perhaps at a very affordable or free rate to go guardian and would be able to share knowledge. Um, certainly you can go out to the Wells Tech Google group and reply to that message. If you aren't a member, just ask to join and we'll get you in. And uh, we'd love to hear your experience with GoGuardian or similar products um, on your school Chromebooks. Very nice. Sally, if somebody wanted to contribute to the show, ask a question, make a comment, is there a way for them to do that? Don't you know, Martin? How come you have to ask me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'd be happy to share um, a lot of different ways to do that. If you go over to our website, which is wellstech.wells.net, you're going to find all 708 of our episodes there, um, many in video formats. Some were just audio-only episodes. We've done it all in the last 15 or so years. Um, but you're also going to find a lot of links to social media places in the upper right bar on the screen. So we're out there on Facebook and Twitter. You can reach us on Pinterest and Instagram. Um, you can leave us a Digo link even. Digo still exists and we're still there as well. Um, there's a way to send a voicemail with a little pullout on the um, sidebar of the screen. So just talk to us. You don't have to type a single thing. Just call us up and talk to us. Leave us a message. Um, we'd love to have your voice as part of the Wells Tech Show. And uh, we'll do our best to answer whatever questions come up or direct you to the right place. So check out wellstech.wells.net for all those ways. You can even send us a good old-fashioned email, wellstech at wells.net. Excellent. No shortage of ways to connect with us. And we love to hear from you. Just notice we probably got to change that Twitter logo because it's technically not Twitter anymore. So You know, I was I was looking at a bag of chips yesterday and it had a Twitter logo on it. And I, I was thinking how many billions of dollars right. are going to have to go into changing <laughs> that logo. Yeah. I don't know. Which it, it, it does exactly the same thing whenever you call it, but uh, yep. know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, Sally, that's going to about do it. We want to, again, thank uh, Mark Parsons and Brian Urbanick for uh, joining us uh, today. That was a, a great conversation, and we look forward to seeing the progress of that particular ministry. We are getting into the our regular swing of things, as we mentioned at the top of the show, and we hope to have Jason and Rachel back on in our next show to talk about educational technology. That's always a fan favorite of a lot of our listeners, so you can look forward to that in a couple of weeks. That's going to about do it. Again, we want to thank all of our listeners for, for tuning in. We do this for you and hopefully um, 
you're getting something out of it. Uh, invite your friends. We want to obviously make as many people aware that this show exists and the good content that we try and produce each time. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.